0: For a soul. And in and to you. Welcome to another living life. Uh, I want to begin by asking you a question. Uh, what is more important, our actions or the heart behind it? You know, we might think we know the answer to this question, uh, but oftentimes the answer is not reflected in our everyday lives. Uh, there are times when I take my daughter out, and I'm not proud of this, uh, but I take her out not because I want to, uh, not because I want to spend time with her, uh, but because I feel obligated to do so, because that's what a father is supposed to do. And even though I'm out with her and we're you know, doing something fun. Uh, my heart, my thoughts, my mind is not there in that moment. Instead, it's thinking in the back of my mind. Oh, man, I'm so busy at work. Uh, there's so many things I could be doing right now. Why am I doing this? Oh, I wish I was resting instead of spending time with her. And once again, even though we go out, we're at the zoo, we're at the park, we're at the library, wherever we is, we are, uh, even my daughter in those moments could tell that I'm distracted. And even though I'm physically there, I'm not really there. My heart, my mind is definitely not there you know doing things that are good is important uh, but the heart behind it is the most important because it reveals to us our true intentions our true motivations so as we take a look at today's passage uh, let's see the type of heart that Jesus wants us to have and see the type of hearts that Jesus wants us to have especially when we are doing uh, things for him uh, let's all read today's passage together
1: Matthew chapter 6 verses 16 through 24 When you fast do not look somber as the hypocrites do for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting Truly I tell you they have received their reward in full But when you fast put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting but only to your father who is unseen And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. Today's
0: passage, it begins on a section on fasting. Uh, The idea of fasting is actually foreign to many of us. Uh, We don't really hear about it or see it as common as it was back in the day. Uh, Fasting was a way for us to, you know, combat our flesh side and instead rely on the Spirit. That was the point of fasting. You know, but in Jesus' time, it was actually something that was very expected, right? Uh, Even today, in Jesus' word, he doesn't tell us to fast. He says, when you fast... It's already expected that everyone there is going to fast. Uh, For me personally, there are times when I fast when I have a very important prayer uh, topic that I want to pray about. Or oftentimes when we do a missions trip, we'll have a group fast where people will take turns uh, fasting a meal throughout the day. And especially when we talk about fasting at church, I love some of the questions that we receive. Uh, Oftentimes, the number one question I get is, am I allowed to drink coffee? I know I'm allowed to drink water, but am I allowed to drink coffee during fasting? Uh, other people have asked me, right? What are the times for fasting? As for example, if dinner is meant, uh, dinner fast is meant from 6 p.m. to midnight. Am I allowed to eat at like 5:50 p.m.? Is that okay? And I always tell them, fasting is important. These rules are important, but it's the heart behind it that is much more important. And whatever your heart tells you, feel free to do it. Because the heart is the one that's pushing and striving and propelling this fast. Uh, Let's say that you are fasting and you have this very specific prayer in mind that you're praying about. But every time you fast, uh, you take a picture of it and you post it on your Instagram. You take a picture of the food that you were meant to eat that you don't eat. And you say, oh, I'm fasting. Therefore, I cannot eat this food that is in front of me. And you share this picture with the rest of this world with, you know, fancy, witty hashtags like, you know, Hashtag fasting, hashtag praying, hashtag not dieting, whatever it is, whatever you want to say, and you share it with the world. Is that the right heart of fasting? And Jesus tells us no. He's saying that fasting and all spiritual uh, disciplines are not a matter of actually doing the thing but it's the heart behind it. It's the heart issue that's between God and the individual that's doing and pursuing these disciplines. That when you are fasting, or when you're doing any of these disciplines, that you don't make it well known. You know, you don't make it obvious. You don't do it for your own gratification. You don't do it so other people will praise you. You do it because you want to please God. You do it because you truly want to fight the flesh and you want to rely on the Spirit of God. You do it to get a deeper connection, a deeper relationship with your Father in heaven. And that's the only reason that you should be doing it. In order for you to have that pure heart, you need to keep it quiet. You need to keep it private. You know, for example, if you're fasting and you're losing weight, if someone says, hey, you've been losing weight uh, recently, you don't say, oh, it's because I'm fasting. You make up an excuse. You say, because I'm exercising or I don't know, whatever it is. You go out of your way to don't tell others about what you are doing spiritually. You know, in today's passage, Jesus tells them, you know, when you're fasting, put oils on your head. Wash your face. Uh, Those two things are not, you know, spiritual issues. You're not meant to do that to praise and worship God. You do it for social reasons, right? Uh, But by doing these things, you're guarding your heart against your own pride, your own ego, and you're allowing God instead to fill that space. You know, the things that we do, they're very, very important. The actions that we show, very important, but it's nothing compared to the heart behind it. You know, Jesus continues in today's passage in verse 19. He said, Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. And he goes on in verse 21, which I believe is one of the most powerful verses in scripture. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. He's saying that anything in this world, it's not going to last. You know, all the amazing things that you have, all your possessions, none of it is going to last. Now, the wise man, Ecclesiastes, he begins his book by saying, meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. He says, everything under the sun is meaningless. That word meaningless actually has a very specific definition. It means meaningless, but it also means vapor, fleeting. He's saying fleeting, fleeting, fleeting. Everything in this world is eventually going to go away in smoke. Everything is temporary. Uh, But the problem is, We spend so much time. We spend so much effort. We spend so much, you know, on our minds, just wanting it, storing it, gathering it. And that's what Jesus is trying to stop us from doing. You know, as we go on, I want to do a small mental exercise with you guys. Uh, I want to ask you a question first. Where do you spend most of your time on? You know, think about this whole week. What are the things that you spend the most time on? And the answer to that is going to be where your heart is. Or vice versa, or we change it around a little bit, right? How about your money? Where have you spent the most of your money this past week? Is it on clothes? Is it on food? Is it on helping others? Is it on possessions? Whatever it is. Over the last week, over the last month, over the last year, wherever you look at it, and the answer to that is going to be where your heart is as well. And if you're spending time and money pursuing these things, you're not going to leave enough space for Jesus and God to occupy that space. And if you spend too much time on those things, that is where your heart is going to be. And it's going to be very far away from God. You know, later on, Jesus talks about the importance of the eyes. He says eyes are important because it's the gateway to your heart. It reveals your heart. Uh, it's not just what your eyes are focusing on, but what you're actually doing all the work that you're doing, all the time and money that you're spending on, that is where your heart is going to lie, and that's going to reveal your motivation, why you do all of these things. You know, Jesus tells us we need to surrender all of that. We need to let go of that. We can't make excuses thinking that it's okay to live like this in one area of our lives and still think that we are pursuing his kingdom in another part of our lives. He's saying when you pursue other things, it's going to hurt your relationship with God. So today, as we meditate on these words, let's surrender that part of ourselves, uh, that time and that money and that focus. Instead of spending it on what we want, let's change the focus and ask God, Lord, how do you want me to use this? These treasures are not mine. These treasures are all yours, and my heart belongs to you. Let us make that confession as we meditate on today's passage. Jesus finishes today's passage by warning us. He says, you cannot serve both God and money. Now, why is he using money here? Is money itself evil? No. You know, money in itself is not evil. Jesus never tells us to take a vow of poverty. Uh, Jesus had rich disciples who came and helped the church, who funded the church. But the problem is, oftentimes we use money uh, to cover our relationship with God. Uh, We love money more than we love God, and we use it actually as an idol, And instead of using money to serve his kingdom, uh, we use money to serve our own needs. And it becomes a driving uh, motivation of all that we do. You know, an idol is anything in your life that you consider greater to God. Anything in your life that gives you greater security Then your relationship with God that becomes an idol, and money and mammon, whatever you want to call it, is the prime example of it. You know, Jesus warns us: there's no way that you could serve God and money. You know, you could think, you know what? I'm going to serve God 90% and serve money 10%. No, the once you give a little bit of your heart to money, you are no longer serving God. Uh, So today, as we look at these words, as we look at Jesus's warnings, uh, let us uh, go back and reflect on the contents of our own hearts. Where are we not serving God? Where are we serving money? Where are we serving the world? Where are we serving our own needs over God? And take this time to surrender all of that, repent, and give all of ourselves back to Him. Let us all pray. Uh, Dear Lord, uh, we thank you once again for giving us your precious words. We pray, Lord Father God, that uh, your words pierce our hearts and you convict us uh, to true transformation. That as we listen to your words, we don't just use it to feel good about ourselves, uh, but we allow those words to come through all of our lives, to reflect on the status of our own hearts and to see all the different places that we are lacking, that we are refusing to serve you and serving ourselves instead. Uh, Anytime we find these things, let us be able to surrender all of that to you at this moment, and instead, uh, put our full trust and faith in you only, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all of this. We pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Being in closer